From CBS News Bay Area, this is the Afternoon Edition. And right now on the Afternoon Edition, a live look outside across the Bay Area. Cloudy and dry for now, but that's soon to change. More wet weather is expected to hit and it could impact the evening commute. Good afternoon. I'm Ryan Yamamoto. Let's get right to meteorologist Jessica Birch with more on that timing of that rain. Hey, Jess. Hey, Ryan. Let's talk about this because it is an active system right around the corner. Heading into this afternoon, we are going to be seeing some heavy drizzle heading into the evening hours tonight, impacting that evening commute for many of us throughout the Bay. Now, it's already cloudy and cool all throughout the Bay Area, but we're starting to see rainfall up in the North Bay. Areas like Ukiah stretching over into Bodega Bay and everywhere in between up in the North Bay. We already saw our first splash of showers earlier this morning. We're going to see round two right around the corner. Heading into the next 30 minutes as this system starts to really track inland close to Sonoma and Napa. Now, heading into the afternoon hours, Closer to 3, 4, 5 o'clock, it's going to get a lot heavier for everyone throughout the Bay Area. For now, it's dry in San Francisco. It'll look like a completely different picture within the next hour. This is now around 1 o'clock. As we head into the 1 o'clock hour, the peninsula gets hit first, continuing to see onshore showers move in into those evening hours. This is now around 4 o'clock. Many of us heading home from work, from school after a long weekend, and we're seeing close to around a quarter of an inch of rain fall up in the North Bay at that point starting to add up down into the South Bay, close to San Jose, all the way into that 8 o'clock hour tonight. Notice that band starts to clear up as we head all the way into the 10 o'clock hour up in the North Bay, leaving us with over a half an inch of rain that fell, and it's going to be very close to that down into the South Bay, too. I'm going to let you know when we're going to see more rain coming up in just a bit. For now, over to you, Ryan. All right, thanks, Jess. Well, a tragic update this afternoon on that plane crash in San Mateo County. We're now learning a second person has died. The news comes after a woman's body was pulled from the waters near Half Moon Bay. We don't know what brought that plane down on Sunday, but people who saw the plane report it flying erratically after takeoff from the Half Moon Bay airport. The identities of the two victims have not been released. The third suspect charged in the death of Oakland police officer Tuan Lay is in court today for an arraignment. We're getting our first look at the suspect, Marquise Cooper. The 34-year-old is facing 16 felonies, including first-degree murder and two counts of second-degree burglary. Officer Lay was killed last month while responding to a burglary at a cannabis business. Lay was working undercover when he was shot at the, as the suspects tried to get away. In San Francisco, a section of 19th Avenue is back open this afternoon after a massive eucalyptus tree came crashing down, crushing several cars. This all happened near Lincoln and Golden Gate Park yesterday afternoon. It was back-to-back -back traffic, and the next thing you know, I could see, I was in the back passenger side, and I could see um, the eucalyptus tree and the light posts come crashing down on our car. Some gentleman from the car behind us rushed over and opened the car, car door and got us out. My daughter came after me, and then my husband and my son had to climb from the front seat into the back seat to get out. Sam 60 Fire says the tree hit five cars with 11 people inside. Miraculously, every single person walked away from the scene. Only two had minor injuries. Live look at SFO now, where the airport's international terminal is getting a name change. Officials voted to rename the terminal in honor of the late Dianne Feinstein. Her legacy included being the longest-serving senator in U.S. history and the first woman to serve as mayor of San Francisco. Her work in developing the city's airport was a key accomplishment during her time as mayor. And this Thursday, SFL will close one of its longest runways for safety improvements. The airport is warning travelers that the closure will trigger delays. Sean Chitness is at SFO with details on this improvement project. 
It's starting to pick up this morning just as we see more cancellations and delays here at SFO. Airport staff tell us that the goal of this project is to improve how planes exit the runway and make it easier and safer. The project will realign two taxiways and require one runway to be closed for at least five months. Crews will have to reconstruct two taxiways so they don't intersect. The airport says that this will improve safety and bring the runways to the latest standards. Through April, SFO anticipates that one third of its flights will be delayed 30 to 60 minutes, especially during peak time periods. Airlines are still calculating what the impact will be for May and June, but we do know this will be for both domestic and international flights. We have the chance to hear from a couple of passengers and get their early reaction as this project begins. I always take the first flight out in the morning because the plane is already here and uh, there's usually not a problem. So coming home will be a challenge, I think. Fortunately, most of the time we're, we're not uh, changing planes, but if we, we occasionally go through Chicago to change planes, and if we do that, then it's going to cause a mess because it, it messes up the uh, connections. Again, the focus here is really on how the planes exit after they land. The project will cost $55 million and it is federally funded. They hope to have it done by July 1st so they can avoid any issues with the Independence Day holiday weekend. And the runway project comes after a new study last month found SFO runways are sinking at a faster rate compared to 15 other coastal U.S. airports. To San Jose now, Mayor Mahan is throwing his support to, to the man he replaced as the city's top leader. Mahan officially endorsed former Mayor Sam Licardo for the open 16th congressional district seat after Anna Eshoo announced in late November that she would not seek another term. That announcement was made today outside the Evans Lane Interim Housing Project. The site hosts 49 cabins for families and connects residents with services while they wait for permanent housing opportunities. Sam understands that homelessness has many, many causes. But one, of course, is the brutally high cost of housing. And his plans to make sure the federal government is doing its part to make it less expensive to build new housing will help every single community in the Bay Area. We need a Congress that recognizes that homelessness is a national, critical issue for all of us. Ricardo announced a new federal proposal to help cities like San Jose do more to combat the rise in homelessness and help unhoused residents. Licardo joins State Representative Evan Lowe in the running, as well as Santa Clara County Supervisor Joe Zemidian and Palo Alto Councilwoman Julie Lithcott-Hames. It wasn't even close. Former President Donald Trump rolled to victory in the Iowa caucuses last night. And while the turnout was less than expected, Trump still became the first Republican candidate to top 50 percent of the vote in Iowa. That's despite all his legal challenges. Charlie DeMar has the latest from Des Moines. Iowa, thank you. We love you all. It was a landslide win that many expected, especially Donald Trump. They said, well, if you win by 12 percent, that's a big win. That's going to be very hard to do. Well, I think we more than doubled that, I guess, tripled it maybe. In the kickoff event of the 2024 presidential election, CBS News projects the former president captured 51 percent of the Republican vote. In the race for second place, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis beat former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley, but just barely. Because of your support, in spite of all of that that they threw at us, everyone against us, 
We've got our ticket punched out of Iowa. Haley appeared on CBS Mornings from New Hampshire, where she hopes for a much different outcome in that state's primary next week. It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. And we're taking it one step at a time. Iowa was very good to us, but we are super excited to be here in New Hampshire. As for how Trump did so well here in Iowa, CBS News entrance polls show that he did it with broad support from older voters, younger voters, men and women, voter groups that he lost in 2016. Trump doubled his support from eight years ago with key voting blocks, the very conservative voters without a college degree and white evangelical Christians. Thank you for being here tonight. And there's one fewer candidate in the race today. Entrepreneur Vivek Ramaswamy suspended his campaign after finishing fourth. He has already pledged his support to Donald Trump. And Trump and DeSantis will also be in New Hampshire today for campaign events. But first, Trump made a stop in New York for an appearance in his civil defamation trial. First Lady Dr. Jill Biden is on the campaign trail. She's set to visit the Bay Area later today. She will attend fundraisers in San Francisco, Healdsburg, as well as Southern California, part of a four-day tour ending in Columbus, Ohio on Friday.